had been done, Mordecai tore his clothes and put on sackcloth and ashes and went out into the midst of the city. And he cried out with a loud and bitter cry. Esther chapter 4 verse 1. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. Genesis 3.19 It is Ash Wednesday again, and the beginning of another Lenten season of contemplation, penitence, and renewal. It's hard to believe that two years have passed since we experienced the extraordinary Lent of 2020. Back then, we believed our brief time of global discomfort would be short-lived and then normal would resume. The next springtime season of Lent saw us discouraged after another brief shutdown and promises of new variants of the pandemic virus. We were battered and bruised by political discord and polarizing choices. Employment opportunities surged as stimulus funds ran out and necessity demanded economic activity, whatever the risk. Then the great resignation began, as possibilities for lifestyle improvements and greater well-being availed themselves. One more surge of the pandemic-related illness frightened us, but also showed us its weakening impact on most of us. And so we are tempted to think COVID is finally behind us, for now. Environmental events, including earthquakes, tsunamis, wildfires, flooding, ice, snow, tornadoes, and volcanic eruptions, continue to scare and frustrate with more frequency and intensity. Now the economy is faltering. Inflation is rising rapidly. And America's old foe, Russia, is invading a neighboring sovereign nation as the world witnesses yet another raging, maniacal dictator's unrelenting depravity and violence. So another Lenten season of angst is before us. How then shall we enter this time? As I write this early on a Wednesday, I expect a large gathering of worshipers this evening at the traditional Ash Wednesday service. I'm heartened by the return of so many people to the habit of regular in-person worship for special occasions and on Sunday mornings. Despite all the difficulties, our Shiloh family was faithful to God as our leaders, staff, and I kept moving in hope toward a yet unseen promised land. We have rejoiced and grieved like the wilderness wanderers of the Exodus who witnessed the loss of loved ones, friends, and acquaintances along the way. They saw rebellion, faithfulness, selfishness, and faithlessness, and the maligning of God. They watched in horror as the Lord punished the sin of those who were unrepentant. I recall my prediction two years ago that the pandemic would reveal the givers and the takers in our society, and it occurred pretty much as I envisioned. Hardened hearts led to angry insults and narcissistic complaints and condescending passive-aggressive commentaries by the takers. And the Lord witnessed it all. The Lord also witnessed humble repentance and authentic transformation. He saw acts of kindness and grace, patient, long-suffering endurance, and courageous willingness. Heaven applauded as dozens of Shiloh folk read the entire Bible in 90 days and started small groups and embraced new brothers and sisters of Christ. It's been a roller coaster ride for sure, and some givers became weary and emotionally ill, myself included. Springtime hints of new life and another Lenten season that causes hope and hopefully 
sincere supplication. Lent is a time of sackcloth and ashes wherein we strive to prepare our souls for remembering the suffering, death, and resurrection of our Savior, Jesus. Lent is a type of reenactment of the circumstances faced in Jesus' three-year ministry. Before Jesus began, the Lord seemed withdrawn, emptied of compassion for his people, and set apart. Humanistic religion in the Lord's name replaced personal interaction with him. The religion and its disciplines vaguely comforted people oppressed by one secular pagan superpower or another. If they questioned the authenticity and efficacy of their religion, they risked being cast from the only society they knew, represented, no, I'm sorry, repressive cultural norms grounded the usual trials and charms of life while foreign domination capped them off so that most of the people of God lived within limits that God never intended for them. Then Jesus came. He taught the truth about the Lord's majestic plan and showed his immeasurable grace and love. Jesus took, shook the stale religion until it crumbled and awakened the hearts of true seekers. He condemned the proud takers whose religion served their flesh and gave previously unimaginable hope to the givers who only wanted righteousness of the Spirit, what we call sanctification. Some of his disciples were born again at the moment they realized Jesus' true nature, and they repented of their ignorance with gladness. Others slowly grew through understanding and insight, though they resisted the freedom offered through Jesus and chose slavery to religion and social acceptance. Then, overwhelmed by the flood of glory and grace, they capitulated, repented, and were born again in the Spirit after sorrow gave way. It is probable that, like Jesus, his disciples underwent a period of sackcloth and ashes after receiving grace and new life in the Spirit. For Jesus, it was a well-known 40-day fast and confrontation with the devil. We can only guess about the immediate followers of Jesus and their experiences, though we see hints in the epistles. Lent, then, is an opportunity for all Christian believers to recall their repentance, conversion, and new life in the Spirit and experience it afresh. When the Passover came, Jesus gave a new covenant based on his sacrifice and opened a new way of salvation that no satanic contrivance could corrupt. He suffered every indignation the world's takers could thrust upon him. He died brutally on a cross at the hands of men. Jesus endured horrors of the unseen realm so inconceivable that his disciples could not imagine it, nor can we. But praise the Lord, we will never face them because he did. He arose from death victorious over sin, and as the first sign of resurrection awaiting all of us, his disciples, on the day of the Lord. Lest we give in to temptation and mock Jesus' detractors, accusers, and killers, let us remember the old axiom, there but for the grace of God go I. We too are unrepentant and sure of our ignorance, and sure in our ignorance and in our arrogance. We too have no hope of heaven and resurrection apart from the Lord's grace. Our response to Jesus is not dissimilar to our response to the pandemic, the political vitriol, the grief of constant change, the wars and rumors of wars, and etc., etc. In each situation, one must choose to be a giver 
rather than a taker, to be a disciple of Jesus, the Christ, rather than of the world of the flesh. There is no room for selfishness and self-pity in a disciple's heart. That's why we painfully struggle when it tries to crowd out the spirit within us. We are like Jesus at Gethsemane, though infinitely inferior to our Lord. He too wrestled with the human and divine tension caused by sin, though his struggle was was with the author of sin. Our struggle is with our inner nature of sin. At Gethsemane, Jesus gave us the only appropriate response to our trials, fears, and frustrations. Not my will, but yours be done, Heavenly Father. I urge you then to put on sackcloth and ashes during this Lenten season. Take up new disciplines. Pray with repentance, sorrow, and gladness. Open your heart to new life and revival if you've been a giver, and accept reproach if you've been a taker. Jesus gave it all for us all, but we must humbly submit to our Lord to begin a new way of being. Let this Lent be a time of prayer, especially for our church family, our community, our region, nation, and world. Pray for Christ's divine intervention in our affairs and then have the courage to stand amid the signs and wonders of his majestic might and the enemy's retaliation. Like Ukrainians against Russia, though our battle belongs to the Lord. Shiloh Church is ready for revival, but we must show our dedication to giving rather than taking. We must show our heartfelt desire to witness Christ's reign over the body gathered here. So let us put on sackcloth and ashes and let us pray. (laughs) 